0: There's been a lot of talk recently about COVID and games. You've been on the front line. Back in May, you said that you couldn't personally see action this year, especially when John Horne said if there's going to be social distancing still in October. Do you feel somewhat uncomfortable about playing games now? Or how are you feeling personally? Because I know... In some teams, in some clubs and in some counties, and indeed David Goff, the GA referee, stepped out for a while, wasn't comfortable with being involved in COVID times. Have you come across any other players or officials that have said, "Okay, we're taking a step back for this year and we'll revisit it maybe in 2021 or when the vaccine comes down the line?
1: Personally, I don't know any coaches or players who have stepped away. Um, I guess the um like it's it's very difficult for a lot of people. And I suppose because it was such a new thing back in May, kind of April, May time, it was really, really hard to see like how this was all kind of go going to go away or how you'd even run a championship. And I suppose um with the clubs being played first, it probably thought a lot of people um a lot of things, um, like you were still kind of only in, like you were in contact with people in your local area, compared to meeting people, like in my instance, meeting people from West Cork compared to East Cork or whatever. So if there was kind of an outbreak, it was kind of refined into that little area. Um, personally, I I'm just kind of going with the guidelines. Um, I feel safe at training I do I must say I do feel safe at training we're trying our very best to be adhering to all the guidelines so we're sanitizing before going into the field we're sanitizing coming out anybody who is sharing a spin to training is wearing a mask any meetings analysis meetings and everything we're all wearing masks we're trying our best um to promote girls to travel separately to training, if at all possible. We're using our own bibs, so we bring our own bibs home with us and we bring them back to training. Um, So we're trying our very best in those scenes. Um, And I do feel like most players are comfortable at training at the moment. but it, it kind of changes every week. You don't really know, like, obviously the numbers are quite high at the moment, which um, and there is a lot of numbers in and around Cork and Cork City. And I suppose we have to be personally responsible about how many people we're going to meeting as be meeting as players to make sure we're not bringing it into the camp and things like that. But I suppose it's so new for everybody that it's just it's trial and error, really. And it's trial and error in every sense. Inside in the hospital, there's things changing, there's guidelines changing all of the time. And I think once we just keep going um, and keep adhering to the guidelines that are given to us on the weekly or the monthly or whatever the government or NEFID and stuff come out with, um, it's all that we can do, really, because we don't know much about COVID and we're still learning every day about it. So, Um, I think everybody is just taking it kind of as it
0: comes. So much talk about COVID, let's change tack your first game against Offley, it'll kick things off on the 17th of October I suppose there's so much unknown about COVID, there's also so much unknown about county teams this year, it seems like a decade ago since any league games were played it's really everybody at a standing start somewhat and it means that there's going to be an exciting liberty in insurance camogie championship ahead
1: absolutely because like i have only played two inter-county games this year um and they were way back in january and february throughout um the club championship we've had various our team alone like in cork camogie have had various people um called up from the club scene who have performed in the club scene and now are getting given an opportunity to be training with us and they're pushing for places already um Like we don't usually like we'd be video analysis, like we'd have loads of video analysis and stuff before going out um, and playing games. But like awfully haven't had many games. People don't have the video analysis to be looking at teams and how they're playing. And people don't know. Like I know, for instance, like Meg Farrell, um, she was taking the year out with Kilkenny. But now I met her only recently um, in passing and she's back playing with them. So um, it is going to be a really, really interesting um, championship. And I suppose leading into the winter and leading into Christmas, it's going to be a different type of a game as well. Um, but like it's one that I'm really looking forward to.
0: Farm books go out the window, certainly in 2020 in all sports. I mean, we've seen a lot of club championship action across the country where some of the old familiar faces have been around final stages, but we've had a lot of uh, long gaps being bridged in terms of wins, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In in terms of the competition within your own squad, obviously Cork has strong senior and intermediate squads. How has that been working at the moment? Have you guys been training together? What way has has that played out?
1: Yeah. So I suppose there's been a lot of girls um, step up in the club scene and um have got, been given the opportunity to be called up to be involved with us with Cork um, and it's it's brilliant Um these girls uh, like they're young they're ambitious and they're pushing for places already and we've only been back training the bones of three four weeks um, so like it, it'll be really interesting to see what type of a team will even go out against Daffley next week I personally like in like years gone by you'd be kind of building on a team um, or whatever to be leading into championship but now we haven't had that opportunity to do any of that so it's only been at training girls have been given the opportunity to stand up um, mark um, the bigger players or whatever or the older players now in training and they're doing really really well so it'll be really interesting to even see what type of a team Paddy Murray's going to put out next week because I actually can't call it
0: I know there's been a lot of talk about clashes of fixtures between ladies football and camogie. It seems to rear its head every year. Um, But to be fair to both the camogie and ladies football associations, this year is a year like no other. And I'm sure you understand for both the difficulties they have in trying to fix games in 2020. They've been making good inroads in the past few years. And and this year, it's, uh, it's certainly unprecedented trying to squeeze so much in at an unusual time of year for these games as well.
1: Yeah, I suppose this is something that comes up way too often. And it seems to be always the case that like... Uh, the Camogie Association and the Ladies Gaelic Football Association um, find themselves getting negative press because of these clashes. It's really disappointing again for it to be happening in 2020. Under the circumstances, I completely understand that we have a small little window to be playing under, but there's still two days of a weekend. There's a Saturday and there's a Sunday. So like there, there's three fixture clashes um that I'm aware of um with regards Cork senior camogie team and with Cork ladies footballers one is the 7th of November which we're down to play Galway in Galway and um the Cork footballers are down to play Kerry um on the same day now I do know that there is probably going to be a little switch there um, for the Camogie to be switched to the Sunday because um, Galway Camogie and in fairness to them have um, have said that we can we could they are happy to play us on the Sunday. But then if we qualify for a quarter final, um, which is on the fourteenth of November, like i don't know who we'd be playing but the cork um footballers are down as another clash on that day they're playing Cavan, and if both um code so if the camogie and the football are successful um we both will find ourselves in a semi-final on the same day again on the 28th of november and i suppose like, there's five players involved in this now. It used to be, like, um, two, three. We now have five players that are involved in both codes. And it's just really, really disappointing for those girls that this is the same thing that's happening every year. And, like, I've been speaking with the WGPA during the week and because um, I'm the WGPA rep for Quark um, Senior Komogi Team. And, like, I've been speaking with the girls throughout the week. And, like, they say that they feel that like the only fair way if nothing is resolved is that they're going to have to step out of both teams for the clashes so that means both teams then are down five players um uh, have possibility of starting on both teams um for both clashes and it's just something that i suppose is really really frustrating and it's something that shouldn't be happening anymore um and it's unacceptable really um in 2020 for things like this to be head of the media again um but hopefully fingers crossed it's been i know our county board have been in contact with um the uh, with crow park since the 20th of september when the fixtures were set um and i hope that we have given enough notice and there is enough publicity out there now that things can be resolved before it gets too close to the time.
0: There's been a lot of talk about splitting the seasons you touched on it a little bit earlier about a separate club season and a separate county season. What are your own thoughts, I suppose, on the club season that you've just had? Has that been the most enjoyable, stress-free season that you've had? Maybe not results-wise, but in terms of being able to enjoy the game and not having the pressures of club versus county?
1: Absolutely. I would be um, top advocate for splitting the seasons after um, the the season that we just had with club. It was brilliant to be able to go back to your club. I suppose that's where it all began. And you started playing with all those girls since I was so small. Um, and it's very hard, like when um in in a typical year because you're kind of jumping between county and club and then you, we in Cork only play one round of our championship in kind of between when we get a break in in the group stages um with county and we play our first round of championship then but like we have four girls um from Killa involved with the Cork senior camogie um panel um and i suppose the club girls wouldn't really see us um leading up to the first round of championship maybe the session or the one training session we'll get with them before we played it. Um, and then we don't see them again until we basically lose the county um, or win. And like, that's, that's it. Then you head back to your club and all of a sudden you're playing club championship. Then maybe the week after an All-Ireland semi or an All-Ireland final or whatever, which it has been over the past few years. All of a sudden the year is over within maybe three or four weeks. And... So this year allowed us, um, like all the county girls to go back to their clubs and actually train with our clubs three nights of the week and um, to be bonding with the girls from home and everything again. And like it's different playing obviously club with county like I don't play full back with my club. And this year I was midfield. So it gave me a huge like it's completely different. Um it gave me so much freedom um roaming around the middle of the field or whatever, like maybe scoring a point or two, which isn't usually what I'd be at um when I'm playing with county. So it was fantastic to be able to give one hundred percent to club and not have to worry about heading off to county training or minding yourself for county and stuff. I'd be highly, highly in agreement with splitting with splitting the seasons. I think it worked so well and it's something I don't know did anybody ever think of doing but like COVID might have brought this little bit of a positive thing um, to county and club players that we could just split the seasons and give it our all then for both um, if that kind of makes sense.
0: And while um, the Provincial and All-Ireland uh, Club Championships might be on a bit of a pause at the moment um, because of the situation I suppose we're in, it's great to see that both the Camogie and Ladies Football Associations are eager to uh, continue with the competitions to that stage where the men's equivalent in the GA, they were like, oh, we're not going to bother with Provincial and All-Ireland Club action. Everyone strives to go a bit further, especially when they get the taste of county success, I guess.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I suppose, um, like, even knowing our own club girls, one of my best friends, Orla Cronin, she would have won the Intermediate this year with NS skeen and they went off and they had their Munster game um, last week and they lost to Galtier and then likewise with the likes of Corsi Rovers, they also lost to Ein Hinch, I think it was, last week. But it's a funny one with club, I suppose, those two girls, knowing them so well, they had never, ever dreamt of heading on to like a monster championship or anything but they said oh my god once we're here we obviously want to be winning the games. It's obviously something that the Camogie Association decided to do to play them off this year. The GA obviously thought look for the year that's in it we won't play it but I suppose it was quite hard for like the likes of Orla Cronin and Linda Collins, Saoirse McCarthy Fiona Keating. Those girls have been playing games nearly every week now between having like a county final with their club and then the following week they would have played with their club again in a monster series or whatever and like I do know that like they were nearly getting exhausted from playing the games, but like they said, it was brilliant to be able to play them because they never even dreamt of playing in any sort of a Munster Championship. Their aim was to win the county, and then after that, like they hadn't even thought that far, but they said when they were there, <laughs> they wanted to win it.
0: And finally, cork Camogie teams to always harbour realistic hopes of All-Ireland glory. How special would it be, given the 2020 we've had in particular, if an early Christmas present came in the form of an O'Duffy cup being lifted on the steps of the Hogan stand perhaps.
1: It would be unbelievable and I suppose we're playing with Cork to be successful. We obviously want to be winning All-Irelands. We're training to be successful. So it would be the best Christmas present to be walking up those organ stands on the 12th of December. But I suppose there's a long way to go yet. And hopefully, as I said earlier, that it is played off um, throughout the 2020 calendar year. Um, and we do get a chance for the championship to finish. And... Like we're training, we're working hard and make amends from last year. I do hope that we are in and around um, an All-Ireland final this year and hopefully we're lucky enough to be walking up those Hogan stand steps.
0: All the best for the weeks and months ahead, Laura, thanks.
1: Thank you.